Hey, this is Bill Mosley. I'm Chop Top, I'm Otis, I'm Luigi Largo, and Johnny from Night of the Living Dead, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. This holiday season, prepare to have the stuffing scared out of you. Thanksgiving. In the town of Plymouth, Massachusetts, the fourth Thursday in November is the most celebrated day of the year. The table is set. The festivities have begun. But an uninvited guest has arrived. And this year, there will be... No leftovers. guys welcome back to the horror squad podcast where tonight it is thanksgiving so happy thanksgiving everyone and we will be reviewing two special thanksgiving release 1987's blood rage and 2019's pilgrim uh todd what's up man uh well first of all happy thanksgiving everyone hope everyone gets a lot of food and is with cool people uh talk about some horror movies and stuff but first of all i kind of want to talk about the con i went to this weekend um louisville supercon boy was i in for it i had no idea what i was getting into i thought it was just gonna be like a normal comic-con thing i'd never been to anything outside of a horror one before and um no offense to anybody here or i mean not you guys but anyone on the listening Bronies are kind of weird, man, to be honest with you. There's a lot of gentlemen, um, you know, my age, a little bit younger, a little bit older, walking around in furry costumes and pink hair and uh, speedos, stuff like that. And I was, um, frankly, a little bit uncomfortable, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, there are people, uh, there's DJ and the kids were just dancing around. Um, you can also tell there was, like, parents that were, like, middle-aged following, like, their teenage sons around. They were dressed up as um, uh my little pony characters and I guess keeping them safe, which is a good thing. 
but uh definitely not my my scene i was there to meet carrie elwis which i did and um that guy was i think you said it joe or maybe steve but he was in a tent at one of your guys's cons and um yeah same thing here he had the typical table but then he had a bunch of sheets set up around him with like uh curtains that he had to walk through and uh, me and my friend we tried to walk through and his handler like popped out of nowhere put her, her hand in my friend's chest it was like no you wait and we're like oh okay um then there was no one in there no one came in and then we tried to go in again she said did the same thing um until she ushered us in once we got in the tent uh carrie had a like giant fucking table bigger than everyone else's with like makeup lights like the led the circle led lights that like put out a lot of um illumination and he had those behind him so or I don't know. He just had them all around, and so I'm thinking, therefore, like to keep him in the best light when people take pictures of him. Right. Just I don't know. It's kind of super weird. He was a very nice guy to me, um, but I can see why people are standoffish. My my friend asked him, "Hey, can you like write a quote?" He's like, "Yep, just don't make it long." <laughs> and then my friend my friend started doing the quote where in Saw One he goes, "He doesn't want to cut through the chains. He wants to cut through her feet." He's like, "Nope, that's too long." <laughs> <laughs> and he did half the quote for him. Um, and then my friend asked for a handshake. He said, nope, give me a fist bump. So I gave him a fist yeah, bump. Which That's normal, though. I've seen a lot of guests do that just because they're germaphobes. I guess. But um, uh, Chris, made it easier Chris for me. Chris Sarandon does that. Yeah, he did, he did that to me, too. But um, it made it easy for me when I met Kerry because I'm like, he's like, what do you want? I'm like, ah, I'm good, man. Just whatever you want to write, I'm easy. And I already knew what to give him. But uh, $50 for his autograph, which I got on my saw poster with Tobin. And uh, I think fifty or forty just for a picture and like an eighty buck combo. Yeah. So kind of pricey, um, but I mean worth it to have that piece on the wall. But other than that, I didn't. This first con actually never bought a single item either. It was just a lot of like anime decorations, a lot of um, like uh, furry costumes and just <laughs> just stuff like that. Was this? <laughs> and it first, was funny too. Was this your first non like horror con? Yeah, first one ever. It's, it, every other one's been like, you know, Fangoria or Days of Dead, stuff like that. But right. Yeah, so no movies, no um, shirts. A um, lot of pops if you're into the pops, and then that was about it. So. Yeah. Yep. What yeah. about you guys to get into? Well, I was going to say, like, um, with the, like, germaphobe stuff, like, uh, Gary Busey, like, refused. He wouldn't even give, like, a fist bump or anything. Like, I went to go shake his hand. He's like, no, germs. And, like, he, like, flipped out. So, but it's Gary Busey. So, I mean, what do you expect? But, uh, and then, uh, who was the other germaphobe? Uh, Billy Zane was like that, too. He kind of, like, had, like, a table that kind of blocked him. So, like, you couldn't, like, go get close to him. Uh, but that's... Billy like, Zane's on my watch list tonight. Is he? Oh, nice. Yeah. Alright. Um, but yeah, uh, what did we do? Um, nothing too exciting, honestly. Um, just, yeah, I've been preparing for Thanksgiving and whatnot. Um, yeah. <laughs> going to mom and dad's or what's the deal? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, we're going to my parents' house. Yeah. Nope, just Joe's going. <laughs> and Sam's gonna wait for the leftovers? Yeah, I'll bring them home. Dude, turkey, like, it's nothing to sleep on, man. Leftovers. What's that? Sleepovers are nothing to, or leftovers are nothing to sleep on, man. It's the best part. No, yeah, I'm sure we'll get uh, some plates to bring home, and uh, yeah, we'll be making a uh, big breakfast for Thanksgiving morning, um, which I'm excited for. <laughs> When's your Thanksgiving, Steve, for Canadians? He already had it. Uh, it's yeah, it's in the early October. 
Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it has to do with, like, the harvest, because it's colder here. We get the harvest earlier, so our Thanksgiving's earlier. Um, but, I, you know, it's uh, we, we still do, like, Black Friday stuff with you guys. A lot of us go to the U.S. and get stuff. So it's almost like a holiday for us, too, just, just because we're so close and that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Cool. It also isn't that big of a thing in Canada compared to the U.S. Like, we don't take Thanksgiving that seriously. Uh, families don't typically really get together like a big thing uh maybe they'll get together but it's not like as big of a deal as you guys you get together for like hockey games and stuff huh? <laughs> yeah well that, that, that that's important but for thanksgivings <laughs> yeah yeah no and uh for my weekend uh, nothing too exciting i went to my niece's birthday party so uh don't have much to say about it it was fun loved seeing my family and stuff uh one of my nieces she's three years old she cut her hair off uh, my mom, like her hair was in her way and my mom's like, oh, we'll probably need to get you a haircut. She comes back like an hour later and she's got half her hair cut off. And so Aww. that was, a, that was a thing. Aww. Yeah. So now she has like, like <laughs> practically a crew cut because of that. Uh, I don't know. So it'd be interesting for pictures, but it was a good time. Yeah. Nice. Anyways. What are you doing a, a treat? Thanksgiving, Todd? Are you staying home with the fam? Are you going anywhere? Uh, no. Yeah. Staying home with the fam. I mean. For listeners that don't know, I moved from California over here a couple years ago, so everyone's over there. So we're uh, cooking and eating, and um, that's about it. A freaking tree fell down in my yard today. Uh, um, it's balancing over my neighbor's um, barn. So I, I called a bunch of tree people, and it's all emergency services right now because it's like 50-mile-per-hour winds right now for some damn reason. So they're all booked up, so i got to hope that shit doesn't fall and destroy his freaking barn. Yeah. That's uh, I was gonna, I was gonna like mess with it, but then I remember that video you sent of that guy getting <laughs> hit in the face. I was like, oh, that was nuts. <laughs> Sad man. Yeah. Fun fact: My dad actually almost cut off his leg with a chainsaw, cut it down one time. Oh shit! Yeah. That's the end of my story. Hey. <laughs> All right, you guys want to get into some questions? Let's do it. All right. So if you'd like to send us some questions, you could do so on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Horror Squad Pod, or send us an email at the Horror Squad Podcast at gmail.com. We did get a few questions this week, so thank you for that. Uh, the first one we got is from Mandy. She says, loved hearing about your fears last episode. I have a deathly fear of tarantulas and snakes. Mm. Have any of you come across any other than in zoos, any horror stories? I mean, snakes, yeah, my grandparents live in, or they lived in Florida, and, like, there would always be snakes, like, in their backyard, because they lived, like, on a, uh, they lived, like, on a lake, or whatever, and you would always see crocodiles, and or alligators, I guess, would always be, like, coming up on their yard, too, and my grandfather would just, like, hit them with a cane for them to get away, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, occasionally you would see some snakes, uh, slithering, slithering around, uh, the backyard, and he would used to he would beat those with his cane too, and then would hang their their bodies on his tree. So yeah, that's fun. I don't mess with those crocodiles, man. I don't know if people in Florida no, do that. Yeah, that's that's craziness. Did you see? I saw a lady the other day that was like an alligator. It was online. The lady was uh, the alligator was like approaching her, and she took off her shoe and like started hitting the thing. And it went back in the water. I'm like, some people are fucking nuts. What the hell? Some people have no fear. Speaking of animal attacks, do you guys see like a 
a lady was like dismembered by a pack of wild hogs in Texas the other day. Oh shit! No. Like outside her freaking house. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I went to high school with a girl who uh, she lived on like a farm, and she fell asleep, and a boar like ate half of her face off. She was like all disfigured, messed up. Jeez, invasive man. Yeah. Uh, horror stories from snakes. Nothing crazy. Just, you know, walking, do a lot of hiking so you'll have them come across your path and stuff, but never any attacks, knock on wood or stuff like that. I like spiders either, but never inter- interaction with them or anything. Yeah. You ever seen those videos or like the pictures that people get like bit by the brown recluse spiders and like they're fucking Ugh, like fingers falling off and shit? Yeah. Yeah. That shit's terrifying. Do you believe the story that we eat like spiders when we're sleeping like they say you eat like three or four spiders a year in your sleep i thought that i thought i saw that was debunked i it probably is not true but how would they prove that yeah i don't know i mean i guess you could like film yourself sleeping every night and see if a spider crawls in your mouth but yeah it was one time i thought it happened because like i was sleeping and i woke up and like i literally felt like something was like crawling into my throat like i had like real trouble like swallowing and stuff like that so that was just a ghost from scary movie putting his dick in your mouth could have been yeah (laughs) i i've eaten um quite a few flies (laughs) um randomly too like i'll be outside it's like a thing that happens like once a year i'll be outside you know mowing the lawn or something a fly will just fly in my mouth but yeah i i knew an old lady who swallowed a fly Uh, yeah my wife says that every time (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. As for me, um, yeah, I was gonna say uh, I actually got bit by a spider on the forehead one time, and the infection from the bite caused a scar that I still have to this day. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of spider it was because I was sleeping. So, and this is a doctor who told me it was a spider, so I don't actually know what happened there. Um, But we don't really get like dangerous spiders or snakes where I am in Canada. I guess it's too cold for them. But one time I was at Disney World and I was going back to my hotel room and there was a giant black snake right in front of my door. And I'm like, I don't know what to do, right? I, there are no snakes where I'm from. So it's like, what do I do? Do I just wait till it goes or like what happens? So I got a guy who works there and he's like, he just like picks it up. He's like, oh, it's just a black uh, garden snake or whatever. I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, it could be a thing that could eat me. I have no idea. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh I'm happy we don't have them here. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually reminds me when Steve said the spider story. I was bitten on the right butt cheek by a spider Ooh. when I was uh, maybe around 10 or so. Um, and then I hid it from my parents <laughs> to the point where it was getting like pussy and like an open wound bleeding <laughs> for like two or three days. And then uh, I had to go have freaking surgery on it, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was not fun. <laughs> Yeah, so did I. I had to get surgery with mine, too. So. Yeah. They had to yeah. cut it open and drain it. Ugh. Right. <laughs> Still got the scar. Oh. All right. Butt cheek scar. Can you, yeah, send a picture later. We'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you had any sound coming from Kansas? I would imagine there were some spiders or snakes there. No. Never in my no. whole life. <laughs> really? All right. Sam, I have a question about Kansas. What? Do you ever did you have any tornado issues? You're joking, right? I'm not joking. 
Yes, every single year. Well, it's like every single year, like a actual one touchdown, or yeah, it's freaky. Yep, it sure is. All right, uh, Mandy had a second question. This one, she asks, one more. One of my favorite theater experiences I ever had was watching Grindhouse. I especially love the fake trailers in between the two films, some of which became full-fledged movies, Machete and Hobo with a Shotgun. Do you think we'll ever see a Grindhouse-style film again? And do you think studios should commission fake trailers as a barometer to see what captures an audience before greenlighting a project? Oh, that, that's an interesting thought. Um, maybe. I mean, that could potentially work. Uh, I just don't know. Like, I guess where would you put them? Like, online? Kind of like Handjob Cabin. That was, like, went viral, like, years ago, but then nothing ever came of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, why not? I would say go for it. And I would love to see, obviously, like, the Thanksgiving trailer, which you heard at the beginning of the episode. I would love to see that get made into a a full-fledged movie. I think that would be a blast. I mean, there's not a ton of Thanksgiving horror movies, so um, I think the more the better. I agree. Yeah, I think it would be fun to see fake trailers and see directors kind of just trying crazy ideas like they did in Grindhouse, and then, you know, if there's enough interest, maybe think about greenlighting and making a full movie. Um, I would love to see another Grindhouse-type, you know, experience. I've, I don't know if that's something you guys have over there, but we don't have anything like that here. So it was a really unique experience, and I really, really enjoyed myself. You know, I didn't love, you know, the first of the two movies, uh, the experience itself of seeing two horror movies and having fake trailers in the in the middle was was awesome. So yeah, for sure, I love that. Yeah, yeah, Grindhouse was a blast seeing in theaters. So I, I would love. I'm surprised they haven't done it since. I guess just because they don't want to throw a three hour plus movie out in the theaters, it's like too much of a risk nowadays. But um, yeah, it was fun. All right. Um, next question comes from Lisa. She asks, which horror films, in your opinion, have the best opening scene? Scream. Scream, like, instantly pops in my head. It's just so iconic and scared. It actually legit scared me the first time I ever saw it. I was pretty young when it released. So, uh, yeah, Scream for for me. Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship's great, yeah. Awesome. That's a good one, yeah. And that's, like, a prime example of a movie that's not very good, but has, like, an awesome opening. Oh, 13 Ghosts. What is the intro to third? Oh, okay. That's what, yeah. They're I, in the, yeah, they're in the, the junkyard, right? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. It's just killing people. Yeah. Two that came to mind when I read it was uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake and uh, Zombieland had really cool intros. Yeah, totally. That was a Zombieland intro. I don't remember that one. Yeah. It's like a, uh, It's like a montage to a Metallica song of zombies in slow motion chasing people. Uh, people getting killed and smashed and stuff like that. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay, moving on. We have a question from Jedi Mind. He asks, have you guys seen any other Into the Darkness movies on Hulu? I've seen a few, and I think they're pretty good. Uh, yeah, I've seen a f- quite a few of them, actually. Um, they're really hit or miss. Um, I've seen a few bad ones, and a few actually ones that I really, really enjoyed. Um, the one I enjoyed the most was called, um, oh god, I'm gonna forget it now, but it was about, uh, oh, it was called All That We Destroy, 
Um, highly recommend checking that one out. Uh, I think I talked about it on the show a while back, but uh, that one was really good. I also watched Culture Shock, which wasn't bad recently. Um, and there were a couple other good ones, and then I know Todd watched a few ones that he said were pretty bad. And uh, I'm just mm-hmm. fucking with you was one I watched that was pretty bad. Uh, but I know I think Todd the Treehouse was one you watched that sucked. Yeah, Treehouse is not good. Yeah. Have you seen any other? That's only. No, just Treehouse and the the one we're talking about today. All right. Yeah, check out All That We Destroy. I, I think that was their best one so far. Very, like, Black Mirror-esque. Yeah, and uh, Hulu doesn't come to Canada, so oh. fuck, fuck you, Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're supposed to, apparently, this year, now that Disney acquired them. But uh, for now, I don't have access to Hulu, so. That's all right. You're not missing too much. Yeah. All uh, right. And he also asks, any Black Friday horror purchases being planned? Ooh. Um, no, nothing planned, but, I mean, if I see anything pop up on my feed online or anything that looks maybe good or is a good deal, I, I might partake. I know that uh, Best Buy, Walmart, and Target have, like, a ton of good deals on Blu-rays. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Blu-ray hunting. Also, Vinegar Syndrome does... Um, does their Black Friday deal like at twelve oh one, and everything's fifty percent off. So you're if you're into any of those movies, they're always like twenty five bucks regular, so you can get them pretty cheap. Um, so Vinegar Syndrome, uh, who else does a good one? Uh, Screen Factory does a really shitty one. Don't do that one. And then Amazon is like the great spot to get Screen Factories too, because usually they have a slipcover still for like fourteen bucks, which is pretty good. But um, yeah, Best Buy, Target, Walmart. I don't think I'm going to go out, though, this year. It's all going to be online. Yeah, no, fuck that. I I was actually really into going out for, like, Black Friday shopping when I was younger, but now that I've gotten older, yeah. I'm like, fuck all that. Don't, like, the chaos, like, just the chaos. And yeah, it's, the crowds. it's not fun. Yeah, no thanks. I mean, if I needed a TV, maybe, because, like, we, which we don't need, but there, there's, like, some, like, legit deals on, like, 65-inch TVs and, like, 75-inch TVs, like, for under, like, $500. Yeah, that that and like refrigerators if you need that stuff. Yeah. But anything else you can just order online now, it's so easy. And it's usually free shipping too. Right. I mean I do need a new laptop, but I mean I don't want to go out into that craziness, so maybe I'll wait for like Cyber Monday or something. Yeah, and just a PSA to everyone listening. <laughs> I, I know you guys are gonna get crazy on Black Friday, but come on, for the sake of everyone Film it horizontally, so we can so we can watch it. Those vertical shots are so awful. Like, come on, guys! If you're gonna do it, just do it right. You know? it, do people go crazy in Canada for Black Friday too, Steve? Is that like a thing? Not really. No, uh, they go to the U.S. to, to it's America, bro. The deals there. But uh, have you ever seen like the meme of like a Canadian? Uh, well, we we have Boxing Day, which is kind of like our Black Friday. Where it's just like super politely entering a store. Yes, I've seen. Yeah, I remember uh, I posted that like a year or two ago, and you actually commented on it. It was like people were just like walking in casually, and and all the workers were clapping and shit. It was funny. Yeah, and that's sadly accurate. (laughs) I'm looking forward to when everyone gets maced at like a TV aisle or something. Yeah, Yeah. there's always they come out every year, and they're they're, they never get old. Just like yeah. To, To be fair, though, like. A lot of the videos you see are from, like, the worst areas, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, like, they, I don't know, I feel like they kind of know what they're doing. Like, they'll, like, <laughs> like, they just, there's, like, no order. Like, 
you know, like at the one, the last Black Friday I went to um, was like probably five years ago at Walmart. And like they had it like where you stood in line for like each of the big ticket items. But like in these videos I see now, they like just like let people just fucking circle around and then just like cut the tape and everyone just like jumps on it. So. Yeah, in the stores around here, you got to wait in line, and they give you like a call number. Right, like yeah. like at the deli, it's yeah. just safer and better, and all that stuff. So exactly, I don't know. They should make a horror movie about Black Friday. Well, I'm surprised they haven't. No yet. shit. Yeah. All those assholes. You wouldn't even need to change the title either. Fucking Black Friday is a perfect name for for a horror movie. <laughs> get on it, Todd. Yep. Hey, go, Todd. Get, get Trademark. It. Yeah, start like you should film. Go out on this. Go out tomorrow <laughs> or tonight and uh, film like the lines and shit like that. Get your stock footage ready. Shit, a lot of the, the opening to Dawn of the Dead remake was stock footage of like riots and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Ooh, you can make a zombie oh. movie. Just like put people in zombie makeup and just have them like attack all the people in line. That'd be cool. Yeah. Until they get maced. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's the what's the craziest things you guys seen in the store, whether it's Black Friday or not, for over like some uh, stupid item? I mean, I'm sure I have seen something crazy. I just nothing's coming to my mind right now. I don't know. Just all the videos of people running over people. Like, get a fucking life. If that's your top priority, <laughs> get a fucking life. Hey, you know where else? When else are you gonna get a waffle maker for ninety nine cents? Go. Fuck off with your waffle maker. <laughs> Maybe you should spend that time and energy at your local animal shelter making toys for all the pets. Okay. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I think it's bad when they got their kids, too. Yeah, yes. that's really bad. Like it's like 3 in the morning, and you're like yelling racial slurs and fighting people. Like, what? Yeah. Well, we it's crazy. Well, we saw a commercial um, on TV the other day, day that JCPenney was opening up at 2 o'clock on Thanksgiving, like... Stop supporting fucking businesses that make their poor employees work on the shittiest day of the year. And if you're going to go Black Friday shopping, don't be a fucking asshole and try to make someone else's day that has to fucking work their fucking shitty job so you can fucking spend your shitty money on the shittiest electronics that you don't fucking need. Someone watched Joker this week. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, man. Um, I just I was going to say something, and now I forget. So I mean, I, I know. I'm just letting it go with it. I like it. I've worked retail we, forever, so it's like... Did you ever work yeah. retail on Black Friday? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I have to. It sucks. Year, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had one guy one time, like, wait in line at 4 in the morning when I worked at Sears, and um, just to come in and return a shirt that he bought, he'd go, I was like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> <It's> so stupid. <laughs> Maybe. On Instagram, she works at Joanne Fabrics, and she flipped the picture, the photo off. And it was her middle finger, and she's like, "Fuck you, people that were out at six o'clock at Joanne's this fucking morning for fabric specials." And I'm like, "Who does that?" <laughs> yeah, that's insane. I don't know. I just don't have the patience. So I guess like, good for you yeah. guys if you do. It's actually in our state, in Massachusetts, they actually outlawed stores like, like that being open for Thanksgiving so they can open at midnight but they can't be open Thanksgiving day. Dude, what they ought to do is these federal holidays should like yeah. 
like trickle down to everybody else, not just governments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's bullshit. And like, why do they even call it Black Friday anymore? Because it's fucking every store does it Thanksgiving Day now, so it's not even Black Friday. Anymore. It's just like it's so dumb. Dude, it's been on for the last week. Like Best Buy's had their sell up, Xbox had their sell up, right. GameStop. Oh, it's yeah. never ending. Uh, well, capitalism, I guess. America, bro. America and Canada, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I was just going to say, uh, not not that long ago, it, the worst retail experience I've ever seen over an item was at Costco. People were fighting over fucking cheese stick samples. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> like, you animals, bro. You saw that? <laughs> yeah, I did. My wife and I were like, what the fuck is going on? It's <laughs> a goddamn cheese stick. It's not even a full one. It's like a half one. You know, like, <laughs> a cheese stick? Uh, like a mozzarella yes. stick? Because yes. that makes the difference right there. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes <laughs> That is funny as hell. I've never oh, seen God. people be such animals over the food is always bad at Costco, except when it's salad and there's like nobody in fucking line, but uh yeah, shit. It's always good at Costco. It is, but like come on, are you gonna fight people over a fucking half cheese stick? Like, <laughs> like Sam said, mozzarella, I mean that's a different <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> I didn't get close enough to, like, sample it, so... Is there a cup of ranch with it as well? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can I like yeah. the sauce? I do the marinara. Yeah. Ranch. Hey, Steve, in, in uh, Canada, is co- do they have the hot dog meal for $1.50? Or whatever your... Yeah, with a drink, yep. For $1.50? Uh, yeah, I think it's $1.50 as well, so we actually get... Yeah, it's awesome. That's, like, one thing that isn't price gouged for you guys? Right, yeah. I used yeah. to like the churros at Costco. Was that Costco or BJ's, actually? It might have been BJ's. They have them at Costco, too. They have Costco, yeah. I'm a big churro guy. They just started chicken wings here, which is a big thing. People oh. are really enjoying, enjoying really? that. Yeah. They have chili during the winter over here. Mm. Oh. Not yeah, that's also a bitch. I don't know if it's the same at your guys' place, but ours, there's always, like, three cashiers, but, like, one person actually handing out the food, so... There's a thousand people waiting for their orders, and it's, it's always chaos. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, moving on to another question here from Silverio on Facebook. He asked, Eli Ross should get his shit together and make his Thanksgiving horror movie. You know, the fake trailer that was in the Grindhouse movie. So I think Agreed. we all agree that. Yeah. 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 Um, was there any, any other trailers that haven't been made at this point. There's a few of them. There's the uh, Nicolas the, Cage not, SS one. And yeah, don't. The, the zombie werewolves. Was that what it was? Right. Yeah. They, werewolf. werewolf. Uh, Nazi werewolves, right? Yeah, Nazi werewolves. Right. So the SS, that was never made. But I think everything else was Hobo with a Shotgun. And don't was it made. Machete. Oh, don't. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I don't know how you would make that into a movie, but. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good as it is. Yeah, exactly. All right, and that was the last question. We have one more, but it's for Blood Rage, so we'll get that. Wait, I have a question. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. What Thanksgiving dish are you looking forward to the most? I'll go first. Mashed potatoes, corn, and rolls. Oh, my God. Can we just agree to that right now? Because do you put the corn inside the mashed potatoes? Inside the mashed potatoes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And you get the little, you get your little muffin roll, and you dip it in there. That, that's a little too crazy. Do you what? Do you guys make like a little? I like eating it hole, separate. Make like a little hole in the mashed potatoes and pour your gravy in. So it's like a I make hole. a hole and I put so the corn like a, in there. So it's like a volcano. No. Uh, you gotta fill that hole up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Do you do brown gravy or white gravy? Sam, see, we don't do white gravy here. Like, I guess that's like a... I don't know if that's a Midwest thing or what, but... I did brown. White gravy is bomb! I did white gravy for, like, biscuits and gravy. Oh, yes, Todd. That's yeah, what see, biscuits about. and gravy isn't a thing here. Like, I had no idea what biscuits and what? gravy was until I met Sam. Wow, that's like my... F- biscuits and gravy and, like, country fried steak are my favorite breakfast items. Yeah, yeah. Todd. We just... Yeah, that's not a thing around here, really. Like, unless, wow. you, unless you go to Cracker Barrel, but, like... Uh, Cracker Barrel's... Ugh. <laughs> but, like, any, like, normal, like, breakfast place or diner doesn't have, like, biscuits and gravy. Yeah, so I just make it pretty good. Hell yeah. yeah. Or we go to IHOP, I guess. <laughs> You're going to the wrong places for it, Joe. IHOP oh. and freaking Cracker Barrel. Well, There's, Sam, like, no Sam one makes, up here Sam makes that it. does it. Yeah, Sam makes it for me. So if I don't make I enjoy it, it, that's, like, the only two yeah. places that have it. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sam makes it for me, and I enjoy it. And McDonald's. Their biscuit and gravy is actually Why didn't we make good. biscuits and gravy for Thanksgiving breakfast? You fucked up. Yeah. Make it from scratch. Okay, so... Uh, Steve, Talked about a lot of food dish. so far. <laughs> What's Thanksgiving? Steve, what dish, or what dish did you look forward to when it was your Thanksgiving? Uh, pretty much the same uh, mashed potatoes and uh, brown gravy. Love it. Yeah, mashed so potatoes good. is definitely the best. What's the worst dish, would you say? Worst Thanksgiving dish? I mean, probably cre- like green bean casserole or something I like that. Green bean casserole is amazing. I love green beans. I don't like the yams. The yam oh. marshmallows. Oh, I like that. Whatever that's Ooh, that's good, yeah. Is, is yam and a sweet potato the same thing? Yeah, but what Pretty is that much. dish called? Is it just yams or it's sweet potato casserole? Yeah, we do the sweet potato casserole, but it doesn't have any marshmallows on it. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I do like the marshmallows and, like, the brown sugar. It's good. Ooh, carrots with brown sugar. I don't know if you guys have done that, but that's really good. No, I've heard it's good, though. So, Are you guys turkey people? Um, I mean, I'll eat it. But it's not, definitely not my favorite. I prefer, like, we do, my family for, like, Christmas, we do a roast instead of, like, a turkey. And I'd much prefer a roast, like, over a turkey. Yeah, we're doing uh, Costco chickens again. We get two of those things, and because those are really good, yeah. You guys turkey people? Uh, Yeah, Uh, I see my family wasn't. Turkey Turkey skin. Oh. Turkey giblet. No, I'm joking. Oh, I don't even know what's a gib. Is it a giblet or giblet? Ooh, that's a good that's question. How much I don't know. I, I think, think it's a giblet. Is it giblet? All right. I might say giblet. What's a gizzard? Gizzard? Isn't that like their neck? Ew. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. What was I Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, my family wasn't turkey. Uh, they were more, like, they did ham on uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. But my in-laws are turkey, so we have turkey dinner there. But I'm, I don't know. I'm like... It's it's cool, like twice a year, but I, I wouldn't eat it past those. So. Yeah, same. Uh, so I found out what a gizzard is. What? <laughs> it's an organ found in the uh, digestive tract of some animals, including blah, 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 blah. Oh, so gross. that doesn't sound good at all. No, it doesn't. Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to fucking say that. <laughs> Alright, where are we at? We're done questions. Oh, alright. It's like we're sponsored by Costco all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wish. Alright, uh, should we jump into some horror news? Sure. Alright, horror news. Oh, actually, before we get into horror news, I forgot to make this announcement, but um, 
We um, unfortunately w- was just found out today that um, Wicked Weekend has been postponed. Of course, we have been uh, promoting it for quite a long time now. Um, we're very disappointed, uh, obviously, because we were supposed to be doing the panels for them and everything, and we had just finalized panels and whatnot. I got um, the word today from the Wicked Vault, the people who run it, that um, they just ran into some issues So um, with the venue and whatnot. So um, they're rescheduling it for February. Um, at a new location, it will be a hotel now, um, so there'll be more space and more room for everybody, the guests and the vendors and whatnot. So um, just, you know, keep an eye on um, their website and stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, you'll we'll be getting more info on that. And uh, for those of you that were supposed to go, um, we're sorry. We'll see you at the next um, event. And, uh, yeah. Are they honoring all the tickets and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, they are. So ticket, um, any tickets that you did purchase will be honored um, at the February event. And if you do not want to go to the February event, they are also taking um, issuing refunds. So um, just go in on their uh, website or their social medias, and you can get all the uh, details and information for either, either one um, on there. That's a big bummer. Yeah. But, I mean, it's different time period, so maybe we all can get down there. We'll see. Yeah, maybe all four of us can get down there for that one. So we shall see. Very very, very possibly for me, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think they're trying to bring back most of the guests for the guest list. I mean, obviously, I'm sure they won't be able to get everybody back um, just because of scheduling and whatnot. But, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think it will still be um, – a solid event, so we'll see what happens. But, uh, all right, let's get into some horror news. Um, and we got other events coming up, too, guys. Uh, June, for sure, we'll be doing Scarecon, and uh, I'm sure there'll be some other events coming up. So just keep an ear out on the podcast and on our, show, on our social medias, and we'll update you there. All right, so have to start this off for horror news this week after our very lengthy conversation last week about Elizabeth Banks. Well, it has just been announced that this week, Elizabeth Banks is re- going to be remaking another movie, and this time it's a horror movie. Elizabeth Banks will direct and star in Invisible Woman for Universal Studios. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So when this one fails, she's going to blame it on... The man again? She said, well, um, she's, everyone's went sorry, Invisible Man, but not Invisible Man. I mean, it's weird. Oh, my God. It's weird timing, because, like, the Invisible Man remake was just, like, announced in the trailer. Is this been... real news? Yeah, this is real news. Yeah. Who says? Um, this is um, reported by Bloody Disgusting. Um, so, um, film is set to see Banks pulling double duty by both directing and starring um, deadline notes, uh, I'm told Banks will be the one who turns invisible in this film. Um, also the Hollywood Reporter also, um, sources are saying the tone is Thelma and Louise meets American Psycho. Um, Aaron Wilson, who's credited with The Girl on the Train, wrote the current draft of the script. And, uh, yeah, that's about all is, uh, known about it currently. Lame. <laughs> Tim, what are your thoughts? Because I know you had some, like, thoughts last week about her and whatnot. I agree with Todd. 
You think it's lame? Yeah. I think it's just really weird timing. So her, like, movie failed. The Charlie's Angels movie. But, I mean, it could have been something that she, that was in the works. Right. I'm sure it was, but it's just, like, really weird timing. Yeah. Reminds me of when they made Armageddon and that other movie about meteorites, like, back-to-back. Impact. Yeah. Which one? What was the other movie, Steve? Deep, Deep Impact. With uh, Elijah Wood and Morgan. Yeah. Oh. That one actually wasn't bad. But Armageddon, way better. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, I guess it has nothing to do with the Blumhouse. Um, you know, Universal Monsters reboot. This is going to be, like, a completely separate thing. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think there'll be any tie into the Invisible Man or anything. Um, yeah, kind of odd, but we shall see. I, I really like her and her roles in, like, Fordial Virgin and Slither and stuff like that. So yeah, hopefully she makes some good movies. I mean, I haven't seen the other one, obviously, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. For those of you that want to see uh, Robert Eggers' movie, uh, The Lighthouse, which was released um, in theaters limited. I know a lot of people weren't able to go and see it. Um, it has just been announced um, that The Lighthouse will be coming uh, on digital just in time for the holidays on December 20th, and then it will arrive uh, on DVD, Blu-ray, uh, on January 7th, 2020. So, uh, yeah, if you want to go and check that out, it will be coming out very soon. Uh, Sam and I went and saw it. Um, I will save our thoughts, because I think we'll be probably reviewing it for the podcast at some point. So, But I'll just say, I think we both, I don't know if we both enjoyed it on at least one of us. <laughs> God, I hope we don't fucking review it. No, I'm oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, next piece of news. The next Purge film will begin, has begun casting with um, Halloween 2018 star. Will Patton has been announced for the casting. You remember Will Patton? For what? Who? <laughs> will Patton. He played the cop um, in the Halloween Remake. Well, well, I guess his face cut off. Halloween 2018. He's like like the the guy from Twister. The guy from Twister, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he has been, uh, he is the first official one to join um, the cast that will be directed by Eduardo Gout, who did, um, who's credited for doing Luke Cage. Uh, Details about the upcoming movie are being kept uh, under wraps, but sources tell Hollywood Reporter that it does take Purge out of its usual metropolitan setting while still dealing with class race issues in the way the previous films have. Isn't it the island? I don't know. It has I thought they announced that already. That was Purge on the island. Uh, I, that may be a rumor, but nothing hmm. um, official yet. Um, so the, ne- uh, the next Purge, which quite possibly will be the last Purge movie, um, will release July 10, 2020. Alrighty, moving on. Alright, I know Steve might have some things to say about this, because AMC's brand new spin-off series on The Walking Dead has officially been titled, and it has been titled World Beyond. Steve. Yeah, I, 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 like, uh, I, I watched you know, the current Walking Dead. Uh, actually, the mid-season finale just aired, and it was... Uh, pretty decent mid-season but i think the other half is going to be a lot stronger because they set up a lot of stuff 
But as far as this one, um, I don't know. I think I already get my Walking Dead fill. I don't. I stopped watching uh, Fear the Walking Dead a long time ago, uh, just because I don't know. It's just I might try it. I'm not super excited about it though. Okay. Well, the series is said to feature two young female protagonists, protagonists and focus on the first generation to come of age in the apocalypse as we know it. Um, it's said also. They note some will become heroes, some will become villains. In the end, all of them will be changed forever, grown up and cemented in their in their identities, good and bad. Um, I don't recognize any of the names in um, that are going to be starring in it, but I'll just throw it out there for anyone who might know any of these people. Uh, Alexa Mansour, Nicholas Cantu, Hal Cumston, Julia Ormond, uh, Aaliyah Royale, and Annette Mahendru will lead the cast that will premiere in spring 2020. Well, we shall see. All right. Um, oh, okay. Uh, this one I put in here for Sam because do you guys know who Poppy is? From uh, the freaking Lawn Gnome movie? Can I draw stuff? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, Sam, why don't you explain who Poppy is? You can explain it better than I can. Uh, probably not, but um, I don't know. She's like this bizarre pop singer that her videos are really creepy, and she has a lot of like hidden meaning. And supposedly, she was dating some guy who was trying to make his girlfriend at the time into what Poppy is, and it wasn't working. So he like dumped her, started dating this girl, and did everything to her to make her like into this really weird pop star but I don't know what the news is that Joe has about her but you should look her up it's quite frightening there's videos of where she just repeats certain things and then there's videos of where like there's blood on her face and it's pretty awesome (laughs) yeah so yeah in the picture I'm seeing here she has like the blood on her face and yeah Sam showed me a video like a year back maybe and it was really creepy Um, this little blonde chick yeah. Yeah. Just normal in these pictures so far. I'm going to dive into this. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she was on um, a podcast recently in which they talked a lot about uh, horror movies. I guess she is a big horror movie fan. And she revealed that she is actually writing her own horror feature film. Uh, she said, I'm working on a movie um, with Titanic Sinclair. Who's that? Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy mm-hmm. she works with? Okay, so she's working on it with him. And she said she's been working on it for uh, quite a while. When asked if it's something that she's writing and wants, she replied, yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's really about it. Um, just Did she say what it's you, about? She knows. She's keeping it under wraps, but uh, apparently filming will be starting soon on it. So, um, yeah, you know who Poppy is? and I'm that Poppy. Could, <laughs> that could definitely be... Uh, Interesting, for sure. Um, it's always good to see, like, something different, and I think Poppy could definitely do something different with like, a horror movie. <laughs> uh, all right, and some big news. Um, we reported... um you didn't say that for Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about her. Um, so we reported this a couple weeks ago that Wes Craven's estate officially got the rights back to the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, and it has um, just came out this week that Wes Craven's estate has began taking pitches for um, the Nightmare on Elm Street movie. 
Um, so um, nothing really else to report right now. Just that they're taking pitches, and Mike Flanagan is one of the ones that is pitching to them. So, and he just did Doctor Sleep. So, I think Mike Flanagan would be a great choice. Um, but we shall see. That actually is a really good idea for him to do that. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, he's really good with existing properties. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, um, fingers crossed. All right. So with. Uh, Thanksgiving being today, obviously now it is the rush for Christmas time. Um, And with Christmas, of course, you have a Christmas carol. And it has just been announced, coming to FX in December, is going to be a dark reimagining of a Christmas carol. Um, They said they claim is going to play up the darkest and spookiest aspects of the classic sale. Of the classic tale. The miniseries is set to arrive just in time for the holidays, described as a haunting, hallucinatory, spine-tingling immersion into Scrooge's dark night of the soul. Um, yeah, will premiere December 19th. Stars Guy Pierce as Ebenezer Scrooge and Andy Serkis as the ghost of Christmas past, along with Stephen Graham, Joe Owen, Charlotte Riley, and Vignette Robinson. I like that cast. Yeah, totally. And yeah, I mean, I w- that sounds actually really cool because obviously there's like a lot of like dark and semi horror tones in a Chris Carroll, and for them to kind of bring those all to the forefront, I think would be uh, really awesome. So I'm definitely excited to check that out. FX December nineteenth. Um, apparently, it is going to be a three part miniseries. So you can check out the trailer online. It looks pretty cool. Um, all right, a couple more things here. Uh, Tom Savini's documentary titled Smoke and Mirrors, the, Tom, uh, the story of Tom Savini, will be streaming exclusively on Shudder in December. Um, so you'll be able to get it um, December 16th. It, um, from the chop- and it's described as from his childhood in Pittsburgh to his tour of duty during Vietnam to his beginnings with George A. Romero and Don Smoke and Mirrors is the defining documentary on the life and career of a horror icon. The documentary features interviews with Tom Savini, Danny McBride, Robert Rodriguez, Danny Trejo, Alice Cooper, George A. Romero, Greg Nicotero, Sid Haig, Doug Bradley, Caroline Williams, Tom Atkins, Corey Feldman, and more. So that will be awesome. They must have been working on this for a while. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I mean, they probably... Romero and... Said. Right. Uh, Yeah, so December 16th, exclusively on Shudder. Check it out. And uh, let's see here. That could be it. Oh, okay. Well, big, big news in the Friday the 13th front here. Of course, uh, the legal battle that has been ongoing um, between uh, the original screenwriter, Victor Miller, and um, the the movie studios, of course... uh, Victor Miller, you know, he wrote wrote it, and now after 35 years, he's trying to reclaim it um, from the movie studios as, you know, original, uh, I forget what it's called, but you guys all know. But uh, so it has just been announced um, that the copyright lawyer, Larry Zerner, has provided uh, like discussing with the exclusive update on the mess, uh, saying that a, a uh, resolution should come by mid-2020. He said, by at least by June 2020, there should definitely be 
a resolution, which means hopefully that gets resolved and we will get a new Friday the 13th movie and also everything else that has been haunted, uh, halted, like uh, NECA not being able to put out figures and everything. So um, finally we should get a resolution on this and get the Friday the 13th um, franchise back on track. Fun fact, that uh, lawyer you mentioned, Larry Zerner, was actually in part three. Oh. Yeah, he plays, um, oh, I forget his name now, but the nerd guy with the, the fro. Oh, okay. He's like making, he's making jokes and stuff. Cool. All right. Yep. Well, in my last piece of news for tonight, it appears another remake will be coming. And this time, it appears they will be remaking Pumpkinhead. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I yeah, the first one is the only one I've seen. It's kind of boring, man. To be honest. You know what? It's a great what? film for being a low budge. Okay. Oh my god! Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Lance Anderson a lot. That's really cool, and I really love the look of Pumpkin. But I thought it could have been a little bit quicker. Well, you can be quicker. Oh. Oh shit. In what aspects? I don't know. I'm Joe, trying to think, Joe. I'm trying to think of something potato and corn related, but I wasn't fast enough. Joe, we need to talk. <laughs> no, I'm kind of excited too. I don't mind. Yeah. So um, the producer. Um, so apparently, Peter Block has been wanting to produce uh, this. He also produced Saw. Um, he's had kind of it on the uh, hook since 2016. But he just did an interview with Rumorg Magazine recently, and he suggests that exciting news is coming soon. He said, we have some exciting news that I'm not allowed to share yet, but that should be making its way out soon. He continued, Pumpkinhead is a movie I just love, and while the original Pumpkinhead is a great movie, I think there is more that can be done with that idea. Sometimes I I loathe remakes and reboots because I don't see the reason for them, but Pumpkinhead is one of those where I believe that the story and the themes of it are so good but there's also a way of updating it where less focus on the creature in the beginning will add to a lot of the suspense. So, oh, man, I want more creature. <laughs> yeah. Agreed, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that is it for horror news this week. We doing trivia? We doing movies? Ooh. Um, let's do what watched. <sighs> All right. Do you want to do let trivia? Me, I'll jump Let me put my trivia away. No, let's <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to talk about Joker with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, so, give, let's give a warning, actually, because we're probably going to talk some spoilers here on Joker. So if you haven't seen it mm-hmm. yet, maybe skip ahead, like, five minutes. Yep. All right, starting now, Joker. Uh, we don't need to really get the plot away, but I just want to ask you guys. Um, here, Do you guys think that the entire movie was in his head, and the only thing that we saw was when he was in Arkham at the end? Yeah, see, that was my question, yeah. too, actually. And um, I, it's quite possible. I mean, it's very ambiguous. It is, but I don't know how I'd feel about it, to be honest. Like, at one part, it's, like, super cool that they were there, but the other part's like, well, then the movie didn't matter, you know? Right. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Sam, about that ending? I mean, because we know the black girl that he was um, dating or whatever yeah, is fake. Didn't really, was fake. Yeah. yeah, it didn't really happen. Yeah. But did anything happen? I don't think so. You don't think so? So it is really tough. But the way I want to believe it is that 
most of it did happen, but some of it was but, in his like, head. like, what do you think was in his head? So, Just to name a few. Like, a lo- like, I don't think he really killed Murray, no. like, at the end. Um, I think he, pot- he probably killed the guys on the train. I think, and that kind of started his downward spiral into madness. And I think kind of after that, a lot of it might not have actually happened. But I do think him killing the guys on the train was real. Well, why do, if a lot of stuff didn't happen, like, why would all of the people be so team Joker? Like, what? Well, I think that part was in his head, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I'm, I'm with Joe's train of thought here where it's, the 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 train should happen, and then I think him killing his so called friend in his apartment and letting the midget go happened, and that's when he was caught. Because mm-hmm. I, for me, when I was watching, I'm like, man, this movie's super good. And then when it got to um, the the Murray part, I was like, this is taking a step back for me because it was so like fantastical. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no way is this guy going on this night show. Like I just didn't buy that, you know. Right. So. Yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. I want to hear Steve's thoughts. I know he said he had a bunch of questions for us about it. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to offer you guys a counterpoint. If it okay. did happen, did he die at the end? Because yeah. at the end of the mo- movie, when he's at the uh, hospital again, it's all like super white and it's super clean, which is very unlike anything else in Gotham. So, did he? Was everything kind of like a dying wish? From what, how, from what death though like where would he die from I, I, I think he either off himself like he had planned to oh. and, uh, he practices for a while there before he thinks he's going on Murray's show yeah or maybe he did do all that stuff and then he died you know before like he, he never actually became a hero he just kind of died in the car crash and... yeah I could see that when he was dancing in the hospital that it could have been a thing of where he died but then I also was like oh, like, he completely lost it, and then now, like, that was just the... Right. And are we to assume he killed someone in the hospital? Because at the, the end, nurse, yeah. when he's like walking, he has, the, he has the bloody footprints he's walking around with. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> that's it. That's what I like about this movie. It's that it's so, like, there's so many unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're, when I think Joe had said that they might do a Joker too. I said, well, it kind of ruins the first one because it would answer a lot of those questions and that kind of ruins everything from the first one. So I don't think it's a good idea to do a second one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, think, it's, I don't think it's needed. Sorry. It was just a good standalone movie. Now, That's let's say... They made so much money, they're going to make them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, unfortunately. So, so let's say it was real. Do you think he was really Thomas Wayne's son? No. Or, I don't, I don't or think that was so. his mom making it up? I yeah. think maybe that was just a way of him taking anger out on his mom with having to take care of her when he couldn't really take care of himself, like, mentally, I think. That's what did I you guys? Think. Did you guys get an incestuous vibe a little bit with him? Uh, all? Not really, no. I just, like, they were just, like, weird, but, like, not incestual-wise. I didn't yeah, I, get that. I got a little twinge a couple... Really? A couple spots, yeah. Like when he's giving like her a mama's bath. Mama's boy, but not. Yeah, mama's boy. That's or... sweet. I mean, you wouldn't take yeah. care of your mom, like yeah. if you. Sure. No, absolutely. But like the way, in my opinion, it was played out with how off both of them are. Maybe it was just that that they're so awkward. It makes you feel awkward. Yeah. But um, it was. 
a lot of the times, man, to be honest with you, like, Joker wasn't wrong, you know? Yeah. Like, with how shitty people are, and, and like, do those guys on the train deserve to die? Absolutely not. But they're fucking pricks, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a great movie, man. Yeah, I really liked it as well. I actually liked it um, better on, uh, like, than I thought I was going to, so, yeah, I really dug it. What about, uh... Favorite scene from that movie? Um, I mean... I have mine. I just want to think about it. Yeah, let me think about it. Uh, when they're in the apartment and they come over to drink with them, um, and then he kills the one guy. Yeah. And, and I, as soon as... As soon as he locked the door with the, the chain, I'm like, oh, man, he's going to fuck over the midget guy. Yeah. And then it was, like, so... Um, so much tension. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh no, that guy's so nice and he's going to kill him and then you let him go. I'm like, oh. It yeah. was just a great scene. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a great one. That one did, popped in my head as as well, so I'll just go with that because I don't have a better answer. Yeah. yeah I, I liked when he was at the Arkham Hospital because I was really interested to see what what was in there, what his past had and all that stuff, so. Like, you knew that guy had information, and he's, like, keeping it away from him. And I was really curious, like, where's this going? Oh, that guy, the Bruce, um, or Thomas Wayne was at the con I was at, actually. Oh, really? All of his stuff was the from Joker. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, what else is got? So, like, if it didn't all really happen, then are we to assume that, like, you know, because obviously we see uh, Batman's parents get killed, like, obviously at the end there so does that not happen either during the joker riots because that would kind of make a you know like sense but the connection, yeah, yeah would make that connection uh that's true yeah so maybe it did really all happen So are we going to see Batman's parents die in every single interpretation of Batman ever? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, I, think, I think so. Or Spider-Man get bit by a spider? <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see when uh, the Batman comes out with uh, Robert Pattinson. What do you think about Robert Pattinson being uh, <sighs> the new Bruce Wayne? Not as think... good as Christian Bale, yeah. but what do, what do I fucking know? What do you know? I think Pattinson <laughs> is a legit great actor. Yeah. He but really, I he was really good in the I, lighthouse. Oh, I bet. And I just don't see him as like a like a beat him up character, but I mean, of course they're going to train him and shit, so we'll see. Right. Yeah, my my issue with that movie, uh, I think he's a great casting choice. What I'm afraid of with that movie is that they've announced so many villains in that movie that I'm afraid it's just going to be all over the place, similar to other films that have had too many villains in the story. It's just I don't know. Like that, more that, than like 4? Oh, they got plenty. Yeah, they got Riddler, oh. they got Penguin, they got uh, Catwoman, they have... Gross. Yeah, and that's DC's big problem to me, is that they try to shoot too high. Right. And just take it, take it, like Joker, you know, take it down. Yeah, take, take it down. Focus take on the character, time. and then, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Do you, um, do you guys, have you guys seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, I'll, right. I'll save it. Then. That was on my list. How, was it good? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, I'll go next. Um, this one's for Steve. Uh, I finally watched Killer Sofa the other night. Oh, all right. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I was at work, and I was like, let me uh, let me throw this on. Um, 
the sofa is awesome and it's yeah. the rest of the movie not so great um but it it wasn't as it wasn't that bad either um you know i think it's a, a decent like one time watch maybe or something to definitely watch like with friends or you know have some having some drinks or something like that um, cuz the sofa is pretty hilarious in it even though he's not a sofa technically he's or like a recliner so um bit of a uh disinformation there but uh yeah not bad the 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 sofa is definitely really funny in it and uh the storyline is surprisingly kind of smart in a way and decent so yeah not bad yeah it, it suffers from that and i'm gonna have a, a one of my films i watched uh, the same issue it tried to explain too much and yeah. i don't think they needed they needed to just have right. a sofa killing people. I don't need to know why or what happened. Or I just wanted to see the sofa more. Yeah. And that's unfortunate that they tried to go with all this like voodoo shit and right. Yeah, it stuff, gets a so. little yeah. It definitely got a little crazy at the end. Um, but the sofa's hilarious, and he actually like you actually see him getting up and moving around, and he uses his coils like um, to kill people and stuff. So yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty funny. He's he's got a sex scene kind of. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. Um, and uh, also, um, like, they play it pretty straight, too. It's not, like, really a horror comedy. They, like, play it like a straight horror movie, which is actually pretty funny. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I liked about it, is yeah. they played it straight. And then, you know, they knew what they had, obviously, with the sofa, but right. they played it in a way that they took it kind of seriously, and I, I really yeah. dug that. Yeah, I enjoyed it, too. I thought it was going to be, like, super, like, goofy and corny and quirky but the, i i kind of liked how they played it straight it, it worked in this one with him and just like seeing him you laugh and it but like it's it's yeah yeah not bad all right i'll go next uh speaking of movies that try to take it too far with explaining shit uh i'm going on a 2019 bitch for the end of the year and one movie i hadn't seen yet was happy death day to you mm. uh it was fun you know, they had some fun elements in there, uh, how it tied into the first film and everything. But they tried to just explain too much about how the phenomenon worked and everything. And that really dragged the movie down, in my opinion. And it also, the killer wasn't really important to the story, which is weird. Like, that was kind of the whole point of the first one, was the killer trying to kill the person. But in this one, it was more about, like, her committing suicide to stop it from happening. It's just, I don't know. I didn't really dig it all too much. Um I thought they just tried to go too far with the story. Uh, but they did have some, which was cool, but not enough to make it anywhere near a good movie, in my opinion. Sammy, anything? Um, nothing horror-related. Nothing. What, what about non-horror-related? Hit it. Hit it. Um, what's it called? The Morning Show with uh, Jen Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell on apple tv tv show the tv show that's right joe yep steve carell needs to stop fucking around i watched it yeah i watched it with her it was actually really good i liked it yeah like five episodes in what do you have against steve carell he's hot he's stop messing around and doing office reunion stopping a prick (laughs) and saying no saying no every time it comes up he's moved on I haven't. I haven't. And maybe it's time you should too. No. Steve Carell's kind of the bad guy in this one. Well, it's like weird because it's like, is he? Do you consider him the bad guy, Sam? Because like, so like, he was like a really famous morning show talk show host, 
but he becomes part of, like, the Me Too movement where he gets, like, all of these, like, sexual allegations against him, so he gets fired. You find this out in the very first episode, and then, like, so far, like, now they're just kind of taking you through, like, what he's been going through and shit like that. Yeah, and Jen Aniston was his co-host for, like, 12 years, so she's having to find a new co-host and deal with all of the backlash and everything like that. Do you think Carl's the bad guy in it, though? Or do you, like, feel bad for him? I don't know yet. I haven't. I don't feel bad for him. Not yet. Okay. Is is this based on, like, Matt Lauer, I guess? That's what I'm kind of thinking, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it kind of is, I think. He he, he was a freaky motherfucker. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) He had a butt. He had a button on his they, desk to, to lock his fucking door. Yeah, they really? actually have that in oh the my show, gosh. Steve. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, something else to be based on his story. Wow. Have you guys seen Steve Carell's Magician movie? Yeah, uh, yeah I love that movie. <laughs> I loved it, too. It was really good. And he has he has the girls he has sex with sign a release form. <laughs> Completely unrelated, but did you see The Irishman drop on Netflix today? I, I watched the first hour of three and a half hours. It's, yeah. it's ridiculously long. Yeah, it is ridiculously long. They actually, you know they had a limited release in theaters? Like, that's yeah. like, that's like fucking longer than The Avengers. What is it? <laughs> I, I couldn't do it, dude. Uh, the Irishman, it's uh, Martin Scorsese's new movie, mob movie, with uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and oh, Al Pacino. Yeah. yeah. That's okay so far. Okay so far, alright. The, the dating thing takes me out of it. Because, um, you know, like, you can change your face and you can kind of tell and when shit looks funky, but you can't change their bodies, you know, how they how they move. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where um, De Niro, you know, beats the shit out of someone, you know, kind of like, you know, every other gangster film. And uh, you can just tell he's moving pretty slow. I'm like, I get why they did it, but I think some instances deserve a recasting and keeping them at their current age, you know, because it, it jumps back from he was in the army, he was like, you know, 20s or whatever, and then 40s, 50s, and then old as fuck, so they could have done it a little differently, but we'll see. Yeah. Who's up, Steve? Uh, oh. I think it's mine. Yeah, uh, okay, so I watched one on Hulu called Wounds. Um, it stars uh, Army Hammer. Is that his name? The fucking yep. guy. Yeah, Army Hammer. Yeah. Army Hammer. Yeah. That's on my watch list too. Since you told me to watch it. Okay, let's <laughs> let's talk about it. All right. Um, I liked it a lot, Joe. What did you think? I didn't like it. Oh my god! Well, I think <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs> well, you guys told me to watch fucking Pilgrim, and we're gonna talk about that later. Oh lord. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm surprised you didn't like it, but anyway. Uh, Army Hammer plays a bar owner. He's kind of a loser. Um, one night, kids come into his bar, like college kids, and they leave a phone behind. Um, uh, the phone, like, has, you know, a severed head on it where he gets really freaked out about it. Meanwhile, his girlfriend is, like, cheating on him, obviously. And um, they go through the phone, and once they look at the phone, like, weird shit starts happening to him. Like, they start hallucinating, um, staring at things online that are just like a, like a dark tunnel, and they just stare at the webpage for hours on end. Um, he's stalked by the kids who say, like, you've been chosen for the ritual, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a psychological horror movie. Um, I really liked it. I'm surprised you didn't, Joe. What didn't you like about it? Um, so I thought it was really well acted. Like, Army Hammer gave an amazing performance in it. Um, so I have no faults with any of the acting. I actually thought most of the acting was really good. It was just the plot, man. Like, I, the plot was interesting, but the end, with 
the way it ended, the movie really went nowhere. Like, they didn't explain anything, and it's left, like, really ambiguous, and, uh, yeah, I was disappointed. That's what I was, that's what I was mostly disappointed with. Honestly, I, I didn't get what that last, you, you saw what he was doing, right, in the bed? Right, yeah. I didn't understand what that was. Yeah, me either. Um, so I, I guess I can understand that criticism, but overall, like, I was into it the entire time, so. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, like, into it, like, and, like, I was like, okay, this is, like, decent, but then the way it ended just kind of took me out of it a little, just because I was like, ah, oh, I was like, well, what was the whole point, what was the point of it all, and, uh, so that's where my criticism lies mostly with it. I mean, it, I didn't hate it or anything like that, um, I just wouldn't watch it again. Oh, fuck you, then. <laughs> Steve. All right. Um, my next one for the 2019 I was watched. Uh, so this one's a contender uh, for my end of the year list. Oh, it's shit. called Girls with Balls. It's a movie on Netflix. What's it called? And Girls with Balls. Girls with Balls. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I really didn't think that someone, something could be as bad or worse than Velocipaster, but holy fuck, Girls with Balls is right up there, and I'm trying to decide which of the two is the worst. Uh, this movie is about a team of volleyball players, um, girls, who go on a road trip, and their bus breaks down, and these like wild woodling people who own some re- hotel starts chasing them to kill them. Makes no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> uh, the dialogue is horrible. The action is, like, laughable. There is some good gore in it. I will give them that. But overall, this movie is to be avoided at all costs, unless you really want to watch something truly, truly terrible. It's bad acting, bad everything. and I can't say much good about it, except some good gore at some parts. Some of the girls are hot, so that, that kind of helps a little bit. But overall, ugh, this is bad. All right. Yeah. I'll stay away. <laughs> Uh, the last one I got for tonight is, um, actually another contender, but contender for possibly my top ten. What do you know? <laughs> um, I want, and actually Steve reviewed this the other, or talked about it, I think last week, um, Tigers Are Not Afraid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Shutter exclusive, um, it's about the, uh, basically about the drug cartels in Mexico and the kids who basically suffer from them like you we follow this girl her mother is was murdered by the drug cartel and she goes on the streets and lives with uh these other kids who have obviously been affected from the cartels and basically it's like how they're living like life like basically homeless and trying to escape from the cartel and stuff and um i'll kind of leave it at that because it's uh, a really good story really interested the way the horror comes in um, is interesting. It's kind of reminded me of like Pan's Labyrinth in a way, um, where like there's a lot of fantastical stuff in it, um, but you know, not enough to take you out of the, the movie and plot or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was captivated the entire time. The kid actors are all fantastic in it. Um, a caveat: it is a foreign film, so um, I know some people are turned off by that, but I'm not one of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. I thought it was great, and uh, it won't make my top five, but maybe top ten. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I would definitely recommend checking it out. 
Can you believe those kids had never acted before? No, I actually read that on the IMDb, and I was like, that is crazy, because they were all so good. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think, uh, I know I said last week, that I I found the horror elements could have been, like, I could have without them. I could have, too. It could have totally been just, like, a straight drama, and I still would have loved it, honestly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I definitely recommend it for people. Are Are there tigers in it? There are, but they're not real tigers. Oh, th- thanks, Joe. <laughs> no, there's like a whole um, like meaning behind the tiger, the saying too, and stuff like that. So you gotta watch it to understand it. What were you gonna say, Sam? Are we not talking about the Simpson thing? Oh yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, you want to talk? Yeah, you want to jump on that? Did you guys watch that? No. Nope. You can talk about it now. We what? Can, on the what watch? What did they title it? Uh, the Simpsons Thanksgiving of Horror. Three stories. Yep. Featuring America's Most Loved Family, the Simpsons. Um, I don't know. One of them was about the turkeys dying. It was very... <laughs> it was great. So it was set like... Uh, so obviously like they did... This is the first time they've ever done it. They did Treehouse of Horror, but instead it was Thanksgiving of Horror. Mm-hmm. And so the first episode uh, story was set like Apocalypto. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but like instead of like the tribes, nice. instead of the tribes people or whatever, it's this, there, there are turkeys and like, you know, each family member is a turkey and the pilgrims coming to like kill them and stuff. It was, it was fucking pretty gory. Though. It was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is disturbing. Yeah, they were like chopping heads off and shit and like blowing heads off with muskets. It was pretty cool. <laughs> and then there was a story where Marge was like, uh, Alexa pretty much, but she cooked and it was kind of like Black Mirror. Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> yeah, it was Black Mirror-ish for sure. Yeah. Um, like, they, Marge is, Marge is Alexa, but it's not really Marge, obviously. Like, Homer went to the store and bought it and like, took some of Marge's DNA, so it's like a Marge inside of the Alexa who thinks she's really Marge, and she, like, tries to escape. Yeah, that's it. it was pretty cool. <laughs> and then what was the last one? Um, I actually can't... Oh, it was, like, spacey. The last uh, one was a- basically, like, al- uh, basically like uh, a, a mix of the thing and alien, sort of, where they, uh, they're, like, going to, like, a new planet on this spaceship, and, uh, they're looking to make a Thanksgiving feast and they find cranberry sauce and they try to clone the cranberry sauce. But instead the cranberry sauce comes to life and like turns into like this huge like blob thing and like kills everyone. It was pretty cool. But yeah, de- definitely recommend it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, if you're a fan of the Simpsons trios of horrors, you'll definitely enjoy that one. Thanksgiving of horror. Speaking of Alexa, did you guys see that they're doing emotions for her now? No. Oh my God. You're kidding. No, yeah, they're coming out with an update where she'll be, um, like, super excited, super disappointed, or just, like, you know, lukewarm on things. So, um, yeah, I have a couple of Lexus, so I'm eager to see how that turns out. It's kind of strange. Yeah, no, fuck that. I, mean, I really want the Samuel Jackson one, though. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yep. Uh, it's coming out in January, I believe. Yeah. I remember I had Yoda GPS for a while. <laughs> Turn here, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Remember we had Santa too that one oh, yeah. last year. We had Santa doing it. That was fun. And then they had the boy band one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I had Mr. T myself. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking turn, Steve. <laughs> All right, I watched Demon Knight. Oh yeah. Um, starring our boy Billy Zane. Um, oh, man, this is so good. I haven't seen it in forever. And Ultra Gore. Oh, okay, so people that haven't seen it, um, there is basically like a demon guy played by Billy Zane who's trying to get like this um, religious artifact from this other dude. And the other guy, they're running from each other. They end up in like a brothel slash hotel slash halfway house kind of thing. And then Billy Zane's character is trying to break in, obviously. Um, so he can like, you know, kill them and take the religious artifact and, you know, rule the world. Ultra gory, um, has comedy. Some of it doesn't really land with me, but the gore and the characters and, um, Billy's just like over the top and kind of weird. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Demon Knight, it's on Shudder and it's really fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I just bought uh, a Christmas ornament of that, uh, like file where they have the oh, blood nice. price there. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's super awesome. I fucking love that movie. Um, the, my last one this week is a movie called Greta. It's on uh, Netflix, I think. We saw that one, Sam. Greta. Yeah, that's one with Chloe Grace Moretz. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> I actually saw that in the theater. I really? By, yeah, I went by myself and I told Joe. I was like, Joe, gotta watch this movie. So I watched it again with him. I love that movie. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. That is actually good. Um, Yeah, it's basically a story about um, a girl who finds a purse on a subway, and she goes to return it to the to the owner, and it's it's some old lady. She invites her in, and they like strike up a friendship. But then she finds out that there are other purses, so she's been doing this for a while. And then she wants to like not have anything to do with the old lady anymore. The old lady wants to be her friend. Gets all creepy and stalkery. a bunch of stuff happens. Uh, very much a psychological horror. Uh, kept me entertained the whole time. Uh, it was it was good. It was a good story, and I thought it was a little predictable at the end, but overall a decent watch and uh, one I'd recommend. Yeah, I remember what I enjoyed it. Like I thought it was like a a fun watch, but I remember there was like a million plot holes in it. I can't remember them right now, but I remember when I was watching it with Sam, I was like, there was just like so many. Yeah, but, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was a fun watch, though, for sure. I didn't like the part with the dog, though. Yeah, no, that's that's one of my, like, pet peeves in they films. They kill a dog or something. Yeah. They, yeah. Where'd, where'd you watch this one on? I think it was Netflix. Okay. I'll have to watch it again if it's on Netflix now. <laughs> And Netflix or Shutter, I, I go back and forth between the two. It's one of the two. All right. Should we jump into trivia? Is that everyone all done with uh, what watches? Yep. Right. Yes, sir. All righty. Let's jump into trivia then. Um, currently, the score is we have uh, in last place currently is Sam with 14 points. Woo! <laughs> in third place is Steve with 23 points. All right, Steve. And tied for first place is Todd and your boy Joe with 28 points. Come on, Todd. <laughs> well, stop feeding him answers. <laughs> I'll, lead off. Uh, I'll lead off tonight. Do it. This one is uh, Blood Rage related. Oh. Tonight. Wait. Oh. Because it might be what I'm going to ask. Uh, I have a couple as well for the movie. 
Okay, well. And me too. So. Well, God damn it. It's probably the same one. They we probably, probably all have the same one. same one. Yeah. Well, here's mine. Wait, read it slow, please. What is? <laughs> Wait, you're going too fast. <laughs> all right. Okay, all right. What is the alternate title? Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Slasher. Shit. That is, Sam got it. There's two of them. There's two. Yeah, so I'm giving you both a point. Um, it is yeah, nice. slasher and what was you, and nightmare on. I only had nightmare slasher. Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Do you like either was that... those better than Blood Rage? I like the Shadow Woods one. It's pretty yeah, cool. I do too. Slasher's just too like simplistic. Yeah. Generic. Generic. Yeah. Anyone else have that question on their trivia? Yeah, I did. No, oh, you did. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I'll go. Uh, okay, so. This is a possible two-pointer. Uh-oh. Cujo and Christine premiered in what year? 1985. 84. 86. No one got it right. 83. Uh, oh. Fuck Darn you. it. Suck. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're saying? Well, uh, since uh, Joe took one of my sorry. good trivia question, the other ones are lame, so I do apologize. Um, okay, at precisely what time is Damien, the Antichrist and son of the devil, born in the cult classic movie, The Omen? June 6th. 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 June 6th. Todd got it. June 6th. Uh, (laughs) You you bastard, Todd. Todd's officially taking the lead by two now. Oh, wait, no, you didn't. I won. Yeah, 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 two's good. Two's good. (laughs) All right. Uh, Which horror legend has a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy as a prisoner? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Okay, uh, shout out to um, one of our loyal listeners, Kayla Lanny. She sent um, a couple of trivia questions that I will be using tonight. Yeah. Um, Okay, so her first one is, in teeth, what possession does Don O'Keefe throw off a cliff? Oh, man. I have no idea. Um, Sure. Incorrect. Possession she throws off a cliff? A possession she throws off. An item she throws off a cliff. Um, a retainer? Correct. Uh, Correct answer is, is her purity ring. Oh, oh uh, okay. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Blood Rage related. What is Ted Raimi's character selling in the men's restroom? Condoms. Stevie. Why do nice. I don't even remember that scene. Wait, what? Is it condom? It's so weird. Blood rage. rage. I don't remember. When is that? Either. Is that in the beginning? Right beginning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, when they're at at the drive-in. Yep, Ted Raimi's first movie too. Gotcha. That's oh, wow. funny. <laughs> Sam. For more trivia. Um, all right, this is a hard one. Oh, who sang the hit horror song "Monster Mash"? Boris, Boris, uh, Poppy. No, it's Boris, Boris, <laughs> Boris Pickett. 
I guess, Joe. Yeah. I was going to be disappointed you didn't know that for all the <laughs> Halloween music I listened to. It's the monster match. Todd was close saying Poppy. I appreciate <laughs> that. Fall <laughs> back. Yep. All right. In Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You, what's the name of the basketball team? The, the Baby Heads. The Babies. Yeah, uh, Sam got it. It's the, it's the Bayfield Babies. All right. Nice. All righty. My uh, last question is, in Sinister, the pagan god Bakul is also referred to by what other name? Dooley. Sheba Shupu. Oh, you're close. <laughs> Baggy. Mr. Boogie. Oh. I was close. Oh. Well, sorry, Kayla. I guess you're, no one, your questions are too hard. Yeah, too good. <laughs> All right. In Demon Knight, how does the first victim die? Billy uh, Zane, Zane kills him. I need, like, the process. Oh, God. I mean, I remember they're on... It's been a while, but I remember they're they're on the road. And, I don't know, does he run them oh, over yeah. or something? Negative. I don't, I don't remember. It's too long. Yeah. I don't remember. Ah, let's see if we got this one. Sammy, you want to take a guess? What was the question? Demon Knight was the first guy die. His head gets chopped off. Oh, oh my gosh, you're so close. <laughs> His head gets punched through. Uh, I was gonna say his head gets bent backwards and like <laughs> rips off at his neck. Close. He does rip it off at his neck. Yeah. Damn! I should have said that. Darn it! He's up. Damn. Damn. If you guys could just jib jab real quick so I could find something. Okay, I'll I'll do mine in the meantime. Okay. All right. In uh, Blood Rage, what's the name of the movie that's playing at the theater? Oh, um... Oh, I forget. I don't remember. Hold on. My movie notes. Todd's watching it. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my movie notes. Said, I gotta pull up my traps. Hold on, it's 30 seconds out. Let me uh, that would be <laughs> the house that could murder, bitches. That's correct. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had it as one of my trees. I'm like, this is too hard for them. So I took it off. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready? Yes. Kind of making this one up. All right. How about this? Okay. Um. What director was on a sketch comedy show in the late '90s, early 2000s? Our director, I'm assuming. Yeah. Jordan Peele. Good job. All right. Nice one. Is that Mad TV? Mad TV. Yeah, Mad TV. All right. Well, Kayla had one more for us, so um, I will use it tonight as a bonus for you guys. Bonus. Yep. Just for you guys. I'm screwing myself here. I have one too, so get back opportunity. What are the names of the twin siblings of Thomason? Thomason Terry. I can't. Wait, who'd you say? Todd and Terry. What's that? No, 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 no. That's blood, <laughs> that's blood rage. Oh, what'd you say? What are the names of the twin siblings of Thomason and the witch? Oh. Oh my god. Oops, my bad. 
but yeah. Uh-huh. Stop fucking typing, Todd. I can hear that. <laughs> I can hear you bird pecking I mean, to your keyboard. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer oh, is Mercy and Jonas. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't know that. Bonus question. Well, it's over, set, over three on Kayla's question. <laughs> All right, I have a pretty tricky bonus question. It's going to be two-pointer. William Sadler, who played Breaker in Demon Knight, the good character. What other role did he play in season one of Tales from the Crypt? Oh, Christ. Pres- was he president, like, in Marvel? Nope. I have no idea. I don't remember either. Was, wait, William character? William Sadler is the main, not not Billy Zane, the other right, main character. Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't, I can't what remember. Christian Teller. No. Nah, uh, he's an executioner. Yeah. And they get rid of the death penalty, so he starts yeah. killing people. He was also in Shaw Redemption. Yeah, Die Hard 2, and... Uh-huh. Disturbing behaviors and a bunch of other stuff. Have you met, have you met him? Because I know he does cons. No, 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 I've never seen him. Uh. All right. Well, after tonight, folks, um, Sam got two points to up her score to sixteen points. Uh, Steve got three points to up his total to twenty-six. Uh, Joe got one point to up his total to twenty-nine. And Todd got three points to up it to 31. So Todd currently in the lead with 31 points. Joe two behind. Steve five behind. And Sam 15 behind of the lead. 15? Nope. Not quick. That's, that's a good math, though. Yeah. I would have struggled with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, movie time. Let's talk yeah. about some mo- Thanksgiving-themed movies. Let's let's do Pilgrim first, so we can okay. lock it out. Since um, Canadians weren't allowed to see it, um, all right. Sum up this one. Just came out right now, and it's basically a high end household, you know, suburban mom and all that stuff. Uh, she's upset that her family's always on their phones, electronics, and shit like that. So she finds a Pilgrim reenacting group um, that did the first Thanksgiving. So they come to your house and just basically teach you how to be a Pilgrim on the first Thanksgiving. Super creepy people. And obviously, it turns out badly. Um, I didn't like that much of it. I liked the main character, uh, a couple kills, and that was it. What about you guys? Same. Uh, I really liked it. I mean, not really liked it, but I had a lot of. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it's super like quirky and like corny, but I don't know. I just like. I went with it. I mean, you really gotta like kind of shut your brain off and just like not pick it apart or anything, which sometimes I do tend to do, but for whatever reason in this movie, I was just going along for the ride, and uh, I I enjoyed it. I really liked um, the main character, like the Pilgrim guys. Um, and yeah, I mean, there were some really cool kills. There was some good, like, decent gore scenes in it, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, was, it went by at, like, a brisk pace. There wasn't really too many dull moments, and uh, yeah, I overall, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of Thanksgiving horror movies, so, I mean, this is one I would add to, like, my, like, rotation for, like, a Thanksgiving, like, Whoa. watch. I would. I really would. I enjoyed it. I thought the kill, there was some, like, really good kills in it, and, like, there was, like, a like a message behind it. They didn't get, like, too crazy about, like, political, like, um, stuff, which I thought they were going to, so. 
yeah, I mean, I had fun with it. I thought it was good. Oh, I forgot. Same. I didn't watch it. Um, I agree with Todd. I mean, I did turn my brain off for it, but even turning my brain off, I was like, God, is this over yet? <laughs> I really liked the main character, Cody. She was the best part. I hated the pilgrim guy, which I guess he did a great job, but I'm like, who is going to put up with this fucking shit? You're telling me that he's pretty much having torture devices in the fucking backyard and none of the neighbors are noticing anything? Well, we didn't know they were torture devices yet. They were screaming. They were screaming. Oh, yeah. Like, what okay. freaking murder? No one even no poked one their head over. Exactly. Yeah, that is true. Pretty sure I didn't they even probably lived that. in a neighborhood that had HOA or whatever the fuck. That they would have been like, why are you building yeah. a cabin back there? What is that device back there? Fair. So, yeah. Fair argument. I didn't really think about like that them living in the neighborhood that people would have heard the screams and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I like the witch drowning device thing they built. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Um... But yeah, mirror what Sam said. I, the the main dude, the pilgrim guy. I don't know if you guys watch um HGTV, but the the Gaines people. The, yeah, Chip. yeah, he looked just like him. I thought it was him for a little bit. I'm like, oh shit, he's in a movie. Yeah, Chip Gaines. Um, yeah, I, I didn't find anything enjoyable except the girl. Um, she was a little bitchy sometimes, though. It was kind of annoying. But she was the only voice of reason. Right. The dad is letting these people hang out with like the. 10-year-old son in his room? What's wrong with these yeah, people? That was yeah. so bizarre. She's like, no, they're cool. They're going to help me build the garage. Are you like, what? Oh, my God, Todd. And I was I was laughing when the dad was like, oh, honey, I'm just, yeah, let's move my office out into the fucking backyard, and I'll just work out there. It should. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like when so, they were all smoking in his office. I like yeah. that. I don't, yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I mean, it's corny. It's quirky. It's, like, kind of dumb. But I don't know. Like, I just... I don't know, just, like, the thought of, like, these, like... Oh, but there's plot holes in fucking Greta? Okay. There are, yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. Yeah, but, like, this is, like, a movie you're not to take too seriously, you know? Um, I still want to be, like, have a good time with it. I didn't have a good time either. Yeah, just, like... me either. I did. I don't know why. I, I mean, yeah. So, well, uh, my question is about the ending. Like, how did you take the ending with the uh, wishbone in his hand at the end and how he said you wish for it? Do you think these people were real or was it like a supernatural thing going on like that would confuse me a little i didn't think about it yeah i didn't think about you, it you guys were, even you guys were so checked ki- out exactly. i was in the kitchen i was like i'm cooking my dinner boy hold <laughs> the laundry to this one no i saw that but i didn't think i didn't connect it i don't think it was clever enough to do that to be honest yeah well because like he was like you know you got your wish or whatever and then you know, he's got the wishbone in his hand. So I'm like, well, he didn't know about it. Like, because he wasn't there when it happened. And, like, with the wishbone in his hand, I was like, what were they trying to say? That it was, like, something supernatural with the pilgrims? Or, yeah. Well, and, sure. too, another thing was, like, the mom hired them because she thought... It would bring them together. It'd bring them together. And that whoever said that, they were on their phones much. Like... Who are you to be so judgmental, stepmom, when you're, like, trying to impress the neighbors and trying to keep up with the Joneses? Like, who are you to be like, I'm bringing in these pilgrims so everyone remembers how great, like, well, no, that didn't yeah. make sense. Well, me. I was glad, too, though, that they did, they weren't afraid to kill, like, anyone. Like, I didn't expect the dad to die, like, that quickly into the Oh, movie. yeah, I didn't like when they were eating him. 
That was, was like, awesome. That, yeah, was I like, love no. that. Like, that was my favorite scene. Yeah, that part was awesome. Like, they fucking uncover it, and you get his, his head there, and then his body, and they just start grabbing his, like, body, and, like, you know, that looks like a turkey, and start eating him and shit. I'm yes. like, this is pretty disturbing. You guys want to uh, know a little fun fact? Sure. I, do. I told you this before, Joey, so I don't remember. Um, the dad, I forget his real name, it's like something Kerr. Like Kerr something. Yeah, he was in uh, Dawson's Creek. In middle school, I went to this, uh, like, singing choir program at a college, and his mom was one of our choir instructors. It was like a week retreat or whatever and she was like talking about how that was her son and oh. stuff and i just thought that was the coolest thing that's cool she was like talking about dawson's creek but he was also know, in final destination final destination yep and he's in the fucking my bloody valentine yeah that's right he, he sure is. is yeah that's right and then uh the girl uh cody yes yeah. she was in Hellfest. Uh, yep. yep uh but you're right sam like she, who is she to like start passing the judgments when even in her own party remember the neighbors were like yeah talking shit they're like she needs to get off her fucking phone. What's she yeah, talking about? Exactly, yeah. So I thought that was kind of, I don't know. Fuck this movie. What's your score on it? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go last since I'll be the yeah, most positive. Yeah, you go last. <laughs> I mean, I did like Cody. That's the only reason I watched it. Um, I'm going to go with a five. Boy, uh, 2.75 for me. You're and right. that's all. You're right, Todd. We're going down to a four. <laughs> All right, you get you get that get that number down to three point five, girl. All right, let's do three point seven. <laughs> all, all, all for Cody. All for Cody. She's she's hot and she's a good actress and she's yeah. the only smart character in this movie. Yeah. And her boyfriend is miscast because no way he would have landed her. Just saying. That's what, okay. So when he walked in and the older women were like, "Hi, ooh, like cream in their panties." I was like, relax, oh. ladies. He's like 12 years old. Plus, he's not even that, not a knock or anything, but he's not Brad Pitt walking in. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were making fun of him. Like, oh, no, they're into him. So. Yeah. Whatever. I also like the lady pilgrim, too. She was pretty She was, she was, she crazy. was so yeah. familiar. She did, yeah. I, I was thinking that, too. Like, she looked like Olivia Wilde a little bit, but no, it's she, not her. Yeah, she looks like the girl that was in Dexter that is the blonde girl that looks like um olivia wilde the one that's in maiden's hand tale or whatever that show's called yeah handmaid's tale Hand- what did i say maiden's hand tale yeah, so- yeah. that's a good, movie. Or a good all right. show all right well i'll be the most positive on this um it's not perfect it's not like great it's nothing amazing but i think it's a fun watch i think it's a deep like a good thanksgiving type watch um i would watch it again um so I'm going to go a seven on it. Har, har, har. Todd, so I know that you hate your next. Which would you watch again if you had to watch one out of them? Oh, your next. Yeah. Your next way. I love way that quicker. movie. I was disappointed when I heard that you didn't like it. Seven. I might be a little... Be You're a little, a little too kind. You need to seven. relax. <laughs> you need to pop that down to five for me, pal. No, at, <laughs> I, I will say at worst, I would bump it to a six and a half. Like, it's not that... I, I I enjoyed it. All right, let's bring Steve back in since he's been quiet. <laughs> All right, uh, Blood Rage, nineteen eighty-seven. Same director that I I watched. A, I mentioned this film a couple months ago. Um, Scalpel, which I really liked. But anyway, Blood Rage, uh, directed by John Grismer. As a kid, or actually, let me just. I'm not gonna read this shit. So. Starts off where they're in a drive-in, two twin kids, and their mom is getting railed in the front seat. So they they uh, they bail out and go like look around and stuff. 
They look into a car where another young couple's has sex. One of the kids um, grabs an axe from uh, another car and beats the shit out of the kid with it, the main guy, and just, like, you know, severs his eyeball, beats his skull in, stuff like that. Before he can get caught, he pins the murder on his other twin, uh, Todd, and, like, rubs blood all over him and shit and starts screaming, like, oh, he killed him, mommy, killed him. Flash forward, uh, Todd is out in a insane asylum, basically, getting treatment for the murders that he didn't commit. Meanwhile, his psycho brother is, like, at home living his normal life. Todd, though, doesn't like it. He breaks up, goes back home, and now we have to see if who's the killer. Is it Todd? Is it Terry? Um, when are the characters going to figure out what's going on? When is mom going to get railed by another guy and go on a weird eating binge and stuff like that? <laughs> um, <laughs> She's the worst actor in this movie, too. Todd? No, the mom. <laughs> I love this movie. Just saying. So I'll let you guys take over. Let's let Steve talk since he's been listening patient. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this was a first watch for me, like, I don't know, maybe 10 episodes ago or, some, or something like that, off a recommendation from one of you guys way back in another episode. Uh, I really dig this movie. It's a really cool slasher film. Uh, there's a lot of, like, random things that happen in this movie that just amuse the shit out of me. Uh, for example, Todd was saying, at the drive-in, he's looking at, like, two people having sex. He's not only just, like, peering through. He's, like, straight up putting his face in the car. <laughs> like, totally being a creepo. Um, then there was Tom Beeler, which I thought was super random in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot of really funny things in this movie. Uh, the mom eating the leftovers on the floor in front of the open fridge. It's just a random thing in this movie. Uh, and yeah, it was really weird. I thought it was so gross when the mom is like, kissing. I think it's Todd that she kisses. Like, open mouth. Just make out. Yeah, it's Super. fucking they, weird. They have a, they have a, yeah, 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 they, they have kiss all the webs. It is kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, they have a weird relationship, those two. It's uh, Even at the end, uh, yeah. like, when she thinks it's tied, and she's like, I thought they were going to bust out in a makeout right there. Uh, it's just, it's it's a good movie. It, there's a lot of great gore in it, and I don't really understand, and maybe you guys can tell me what his motivation for just starting to kill that day is. It's yeah. like his brother like Michael Myers Yep. Yeah, basically, he just, like, casually goes around and kills people yep. for the whole movie. It's, it's a little random, but I, I loved it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, go for it. Um, I really liked it, too. There were a few, uh, There were some... I don't know. I felt like it was a little too slow. Um, there were a few little weird things in it, like... Um, I, okay, so her boyfriend worked at the fucking complex, right? Like, she kept calling him instead of just walking down to his fucking office. Like, the mom. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, just go down to the office, bitch. Stop calling. thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> um, I really liked the uh, kill where he, like, cut her body in half, and then Todd comes to find her, and he, like, puts the legs back to her torso. Yeah. I'm like, please stop. Um... And then the other girl that Terry was hanging out with, she started messing with Terry's friend, and then they were trying to pull the joke on the girl, and she, like, did all that weird makeup to her face, and she's like, we got you. 
And I'm like, okay, really? You had you wanted to do that more than making out with that kid? Like, who has time for that? Well, and like, Shit. and they're like they're playing a joke, but there really is like a psycho. Yeah, on like, no one has like, time for your bullshit. Yeah. Like, is it just me or is it like no one really seems concerned that like there's this supposed crazy kill like guy on loose who escaped from the mental institution? Like, even when they see him. They're just like, oh, whatever. Like, they're, they're yeah. so nonchalant about it. It's hilarious. Well, and I thought it was funny, too. I can't remember Terry's girlfriend's name, but when she's knocking on the back of the apartment and Todd's in the shadow and she's like, all right, Terry, I want you to make love to me, Terry. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Karen. I know. She complains <laughs> that he doesn't even notice her. I'm like, bitch, you don't even notice that's your fucking boyfriend's twin brother. <laughs> like, get off his back and worry about yourself for a little bit i mean they do look exactly the same just different hairstyles no todd has darker hair darker hair okay <laughs> um yeah i mean i like this movie too it's you know super corny yeah. cheesy i mean it's this is like like when people think of 80s horror movies this is exactly what you think of yeah. like for an 80s slasher horror movie it has good gore in it has nudity has like some really like weird funny moments i mean it's a fun time um yeah i mean i don't really have much else to say than that yeah i had never seen this one before and i would definitely watch it again yeah i mean yeah it's fun i mean good gore good practical effects yeah definitely. yeah the practical effects are fun in it um yeah i mean it's just like a, a straightforward slider like there's not like you know, it's a turn-off-your-brain movie. You don't need to, like, really think. It's not a thinking man's movie or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, you know, do you, I mean, I don't know if I would consider it a Thanksgiving movie, though, really. I mean, it's just, well, they have Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, they have, like, Thanksgiving Early dinner. On, yeah, I, think I wish it was a little more around Thanksgiving, yeah. but I'll take it. Sure. Yeah, when Todd freaks out and crushes the pumpkin pie, too. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what about the, um... All of, like, the technical errors. Like, you would see a lot of, like, strings and stuff pulling machetes through. Uh, I thought yeah. it, I thought that added to the value, to be honest. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't bug, yeah, that doesn't bug me. Like, Some of the like this. characters you could see move when they're supposed to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I really liked, though, was the guy that ended up hanging out with Karen playing video games. Yeah. And then he gets yeah. shanked in the neck. That character was actually pretty cool. I would have liked to see him as more of, like, a lead yeah, the body count's pretty high in this, too. Yeah. That's a pretty, yeah, there's a good amount of kills. Um, Yeah, it does, like, there are a couple parts that drag a little bit. I think it could have been tightened up a little, but it's still, like, a pretty, what is it, like an hour and 25 minutes or something like that. I mean, it's not, like, a long movie or anything, so, uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, for so- solid, uh, definitely a solid slasher. Um, I wouldn't put it on, like, a, the high tier of 80 slashers, but I'd put it somewhere in the middle. I definitely wouldn't, like, knock it low slasher range i'd probably stick it in my test slashers to be honest with you i liked it a lot i, I, mean, I really like todd and terry that's a loaded li- i would really have to do some research to give me to give like a top 10 slasher list and then the finale when his mom has another spaz out moment and kills herself yeah, that's good too fucking wild yeah yeah like oh, man, her acting is so bad in that scene though i don't think that was i i didn't see it as bad. i just thought her character was very like how you guys were saying there was some weird shit going yeah. on between them too. I don't know. Like I was like, it man, like she wanted it to like I was like, man, if this was like, done with like a little bit of, like better acting, like I feel like it could have been like more dramatic, and you would have like felt bad that she killed herself. But like when she does finally kill herself, I'm just like, oh whatever, fuck her. Like, you know. Or Todd, he still doesn't get any love. 
Yeah, poor it's guy. Like, I'm Todd. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. I'm Todd. <laughs> Wait, Terry. what was it? Terry, yeah, that's right. I'm Todd. <laughs> She's had, had a pretty bit long career. Yeah. What? She, I said she's had a pretty long career. She was Mystery Man, Requiem for a Dream, and like 59... Wolf, Wolves of Wall Street. What's that? But um, she's had a career, yeah. Nice. All right. We had a question for uh, the movie. Uh, just one of them. So read it off now. Uh, this come, comes from Rise Horror Corner. Would you like to see Blood Rage remade? I personally think Rob Zombie would do a good job because it has that gritty 80s tone to it, and he's good at that, in my opinion. Um, Just allowed to make it white trash. And, yeah, what? I was going to say, I was like, I I would like to see it remade, but not by Rob Zombie. I just, it's I like don't you're know. you're asking yeah. the, wrong, <laughs> the wrong three. I'll say go for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be cool to see a make of it. Um, Will it ever get remade? Probably not. I feel like like the storyline's kind of like a stuck in the eighties type thing. But uh, you know, I, uh, it could be fun for sure, though. It's just not a movie that has a big following, so I don't think you'll ever see it get made. Yeah, I would like it. Yeah, I mean, it's more of a cult movie, right? Like you don't yeah. you don't hear too many people talking about it. Yeah, the director's still alive. He's like a professor or something. Did he go on to do like anything else, like horror wise, or? Yeah, he did Scalpel, which is one I watched, and then this one, and that was it. That was it. Yeah. Oh, Scalpel. Oh, Scalpel, I love. I recommend anyone to watch it. It's really good. Ooh, we'll have to, I'll definitely. Me and Sam will have to watch it then to the list. Uh, favorite kill? Anybody? Ooh, already said mine. Yeah, I really like that part. I like, I like that kill too, where he dismembers her um oh we didn't even talk about like the the lady who is trying to get the sugar daddy oh yeah her <laughs> poor baby oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay but i'm pretty oh, sure yeah. she didn't need a sugar daddy because i think that apartment complex was nice they had tennis court <laughs> they had a fucking nature trail they had a swimming pool like a gym are you joking they had a swimming pool outside and inside i'm pretty sure <laughs> just saying just want some D, dude. You know what? It was strange is that I've never seen so many women be so horny and not get laid in movies. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> I, I love at the beginning at the uh, the theater when everybody's getting laid, but there's that one girl who just wants to watch the movie, and her <laughs> boyfriend's like, "Oh, come on, let's go." She's like, "I want to watch the movie." Yeah. The music, Everyone knows that the girl. Music, <laughs> the music cracks me up in this movie too. It's like so. Like it's it. like so 80s, yeah. 80s, yeah. <laughs> I really like when he kills the uh, the mom's boyfriend in his office, which cuts off his hand and shit. Yeah, that's good. The, man, yeah. the hand cut off scene is hilarious. It's just so fake he... looking. But like, and then it moves, it like yeah. twitches on the ground. That's, that was cool. Well, I'm like, how did he die from his hand being chopped off? But later on, when the mom finally decides to go to the office, his head was cut in half. And I'm like, why didn't you see that? I like how she doesn't notice either. I like, know. Like the like, room is, is covered there, in blood. Exactly. Is there a chance <laughs> that he's just working really hard right now? <laughs> yeah, he's just hunched over his desk. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> was, what was he listening to? Some kind of sermon or something? He just kept talking about like raise your right hand or 
the hand of God or something. I don't know. It's really bizarre. All right. I guess I'll just <laughs> fuck myself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else got any favorite kills or favorite moments or anything like that? Um, her eating on the floor, literally, um, and cleaning. <laughs> poor, yeah, poor home boy. Clean when you get upset, and we also like to eat. I actually, um, like, what's the word where you like side with somebody? Agree. Agree, I guess is the wrong term too, but um, yeah, I feel her pain, <laughs> like when you stress out. Guys with her. Yeah, there you go. Like we all do it. We all go to the fucking fridge and start eating <laughs> shit that you don't need to eat. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I I I love how much of a dick the kids do. So when she finds out that Todd escaped, she tells uh, Terry, "Oh don't yeah, make sure, don't tell anyone." Yeah. He goes back to the table. Hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> yeah, my, my you psychotic brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then just like the look on her face. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's just like, and like he looks at her. He's like, "What's wrong, mom?" <laughs> Should we rate? What? All right. Oh, wait, what happened? What's going to happen to the baby though? And Carrie's girlfriend. And Karen. Maybe yeah. she'll she'll adopt it, or well, maybe, I was thinking or... she'll raise it, and then he becomes a killer. Mm. Uh. Ooh, that could be the remake. Yep. All right. I'm gonna... What happens? Oh, I'll get it out. Oh yeah, what is Todd gonna do? Oh yeah, maybe they'll have a family. They'll like oh, how sweet. They'll raise that baby together, the three of them. I like that happy ending. Oh. I mean, he's never kissed a girl, so great. She'll help him. Be a lot of firsts. Yeah. All right, I'll start off with rating. I am gonna give this one. You know, I'll give it the same as as Pilgrim. I enjoyed them both um, all equally, so I'm gonna give it a seven. I need to drop that score down for you, bro. I thought you did drop it down. At two, six and a half. So I'd still give this one a seven. Okay. 8.25. All right, now. I'm going to go to eight on this one. Really enjoyed it. I'm going to do an eight, two. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Har Squad approved on this one, and I would say Har Squad not, not. approved on the other one. Don't you dare. <laughs> If you guys want to own it, Arrow has a very good two-disc edition of it where they go interviews with surviving cast members, um, location, then and now tours, all filmed in Florida at a couple different apartment complexes, and just overall, like, a lot of special features. Cool. Nice. All right. Uh, All right. Big episode next week, so. Yeah, it is. Next week's episode 100. Um, we're going to have to figure out what we're doing. <laughs> but uh, We're going to watch 100 yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye on our uh, social medias. And, um, we'll keep you updated. But yeah, episode 100 next week. And happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Maybe. Thanksgiving. Don't give your pets any food because then they'll <laughs> choke and you'll have to take them to the emergency vet clinic. And we'll Wait, what are you talking about? I can't give them treats? Only give them carrots. I can't get them chicken and stuff? No. Why? It's not good for them, Todd. No, Sam, this is not going to fly. we, we got to give them a little corn, a little biscuits. and. Yeah, a little it's fine, please. but no turkey bones. No, no, absolutely not. No bones. Uh, no people, bones, got how it. Many, how many people do you think are listening to this, like, with their, like, like their, they have their hand on their ear, and they're listening to us at the Thanksgiving dinner table? 
Oh, if they are, kudos to you. We salute you. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.